Today we celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, our Lord and the Savior of the world. I recall, as the Gospel of John testifies, just before Jesus would rise up and go to the Garden of Gethsemane to be arrested, he said this to his disciples. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. This is the moment we remember together every time we pray the Lord's Prayer at Mass. This peace Jesus gives is not merely the absence of conflict. Rather, this peace is the bestowal of God's rah, breath, God's pneuma, animating spirit of life, the advocate, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit himself. Jesus leaves his peace with us to be with us forever. A peace that, as St. Paul testifies, surpasses understanding. Jesus gives his divine peace to us to abide with us and to be in us. This gift from the Prince of Peace does not include the assurance that our lives will be trouble-free, nor is it offered simply to those who have the luxury of getting away from it all for some kind of quiet time with God. <coughs> Jesus' peace is offered to those who learn that whatever trouble we go through in our lives does not disprove God's presence or render impotent God's promise to dwell with us. As Reverend Fred Craddock, the founding father of modern preaching method said, the peace of God is the confidence that God is God and neither our gains nor our losses our ultimate. Through this morning's Mass, may the breath of God, Jesus' peace, abide with you and be in you, filling you with courageous confidence in all of God's promises, power and presence. And may our resulting Christmas celebration be made merry and bright. Amen. Christmas is a nostalgic time, especially when it comes to uh, Christmas cartoons. 
Uh, I'm grown into the habit of, as we approach Christmas, kind of pulling out the DVDs and watching some of my favorite ones, like The Year Without Santa Claus. That's my favorite, because everyone in my family will tell you I'm the snow miser. <laughs> my brother Robbie's the heat miser. <laughs> Charlie Brown's Christmas, that wonderful tree. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Elf, the Grinch. Polar Express, Frosty the Snowman. And I know there's more, but I had to get some parish work done. So, And the thing about these movies is that they all have they all have good messages be good to one another be nice be kind they're good messages and the world needs to hear them but nostalgically it got me thinking back to when I was a priest I had only been a priest three years at this point and I remember I wanted more I wanted more out of a cartoon. I wanted a story that spoke more to what we believe about God, to what our faith reveals to us about God and Christmas and what it's all about. So in 1996, that's a long time ago, I wrote my own Christmas story. I shared it my very first Christmas here with you all, but that seems like forever ago. That's eight Christmases ago. So let me share, with, share it with you again today. In the context of today's need for God's gift of peace. The title of this and if there's anyone with a, uh, you know, TV producing out there, see me after mass. <laughs> Make a great cartoon. The title of this is The Kindly King Who Had Almost Everything. A story by Father Jeff. Once upon a time, there was a kindly king who had almost everything. Every car, house, tree, and blade of grass belonged to the king. Every park bench, floor mat, daylily, and light bulb was his. Absolutely everything that existed was owned by the kindly king because it was the king himself who invented them. Yet one thing was missing. The king... Despite his great power, his great kindness, still longed for one more thing, something he couldn't invent himself. Now, our kindly king, who had almost everything, loved his people and wanted them to love him in return. Therefore, he constantly gave his people gifts. Only as time went by, he gave his people so many gifts that many of the people began to take their kindly king for granted. Yet the kindly king, who had almost everything, didn't get mad, never got mad. Instead, 
he decided to give his people the greatest gift of all time. A gift so great that his people would surely draw close. A gift they could truly call their own with no strings attached. The gift, life, life itself. So one Christmas morning, in fact, the first Christmas morning, the kindly king who had almost everything sent his son to deliver the gift of life. And the son gave life to the people. Now, some people simply ignored the gift, never took the wrapping paper off. Others took the gift, but thought they deserved it and therefore weren't too grateful. Still others accepted the gift gratefully, only to put it in a display cabinet where it gathered dust. But one little girl, Maggie was her name, accepted the gift and really wanted to do something nice for the kindly king in return. Little Maggie, after all, had never before had anything she could truly call her own with no strings attached. So she wanted to give the kindly king who had almost everything a present. Only what could she give the kindly king who had almost everything? What could little Maggie give to someone like him? She thought and thought and thought. Then it came to her. Full of excitement, little Maggie marched right out of her house, right up the street, right out the city, until she came to the huge doors of the kindly king's castle. Knock, knock, knock. Who's there? asked the kindly king, who had almost everything. Little Maggie came the answer. What can I do for you, little Maggie? the kindly king asked as he opened the door. Well, little Maggie began, since you gave me this great gift of life, I wanted to give you something in return. Only you already have almost everything. So I thought and thought and thought until it came to me. I want to give you the one thing you do not already have. And with that, little Maggie gave the kindly king who had almost everything the one gift little Maggie could truly call her own, the very gift of life the kindly king had given her through his son. And with eyes full of joyful tears, the kindly king accepted little Maggie's gift. Finally, said the kindly king, the one thing I've always longed for, a gift of love freely given to me with no strings attached. Then in his joy, the kindly king who now had everything invited little Maggie and all her family to live with him in his beautiful castle where all that he had was theirs. And little Maggie, and the kindly king who now had everything lived happily ever after the end.
we celebrate this Christmas morning that Jesus Christ blesses us with his life. May each of us give him ours in return.